Attention all passengers, thank you for joining us aboard the SS Kerfuffle. We will be departing momentarily, so get all of your snacks and drinks at the ready. We're doing a special on the mango slices. Get oh so comfortable. And get a bit wild. Because we're about to let Hello, and welcome aboard Pond Skippers, a cruise in contrariety. I'm your British Captain Scott. And I'm your American Captain Sarah. And we're here. We are here. It does feel kind of weird, right? Because the existence of this first season as a contained entity was only devised a few episodes ago, but it suddenly feels like this huge thing that's been worked towards all year. At least to me. Yeah, it's it's been a ride. I'll echo my point from back in episode 10, that it's going to feel fantastic to have something accomplished by the end of this year that we can just have wrapped up in this definitive bundle as a body of work. Even, th- even that feels weird, calling this podcast work, but it really is. It's It doesn't feel like it, though. I mean, it, okay, it, it, it's fucking speak much, for yourself, Sarah. I, okay, well, you do a lot more work than I do because I don't know how to edit, and I very much appreciate all the work you put into this, but I feel I do like enjoy even if, but yeah. even if I had more to do, I just, talking to you, it just feels like fun. It doesn't feel like something that That's I have to work sweet. at. sweet. I'm not, I'm not, well, now I, f- I sound like a dick. <laughs> I'm not trying to say for a second that I don't enjoy this all the way through, and I, I do... I enjoy editing. It's just, it's time consuming more so than I thought it would be. Like, yeah, just, just all of the, the whole process. It's not partially just my trying... fault because <laughs> of my microphone, <laughs> but also. That doesn't take that long anymore because you have the same microphone that you've had this entire time. So yeah. I know how to edit it at this point. I run it through a filter to clear out the background noise and then I just apply the equalization that I already have preset from all the other episodes, which that word probably doesn't make a lot of sense to um, the non-music folk, but don't worry. Sarah's voice would sound worse if I didn't do that. So you oh, wow. <laughs> Are you shitting on my voice now? No, I'm shitting you on the bad microphone. It, you already said that I talk like I'm drunk. This, I could leave. No, you know what? Hang on. How about we don't? How about we just don't? It's the last one. We just don't. We don't finish the season. It's just left. On the I think we should, floor. but we should Sorry. probably say before our intro. You probably heard us. We took a shot. Yes, we did. And um, <laughs> I just realized that I haven't eaten since eleven a.m. this morning, and the shot has already hit me. So I'm oh, going to get really drunk really fast. Oh no, Sarah! <laughs> Eat something. Fuck eleven, eleven, eleven. It's okay. It's more fun this way. Sure. Um, For me, okay. at least. As long as we get through this entire bulk oh, of yeah, a podcast that I have prepared. I'll be fine, I promise. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, the idea is that we, um, we're we taking a shot as we transition into each segment. And I've got a mock-up for this. Like, th- this is going to be the most elaborate and pre-planned episode of Pond Skippers to date. Out of necessity. Otherwise, we could have, like, an Avengers Endgame-length episode in our hands with how much shit I'm trying to get in here. But every time we transition a segment... Between the 10 segments I have listed, we're going to take a shot. 
Uh, which means 10 shots in total. I don't know how things are going to be at the end. I'm probably going to have to work towards I'm going to be real honest and shots. say that I'm probably not going to take all 10 shots. <laughs> no, I'm probably not either. I'll probably have like a, 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 little, a little droplet by the time I think we're at like six. I was a six. little ambitious when I came up with this idea. Well, yeah, yeah you only sprung it on me like earlier today. But it's a great idea. It's We get to get <laughs> drunk and have fun, you know? I suppose so. So how has your week been? Or these past two weeks, really? Uh, well, stuff has happened. You wanted to, uh, forget this week, this past two weeks. How about, like, an hour ago when I went to get food at the wrong place? Oh, yeah, you told me about that and you said Which you would I tell me. Which I texted you about. And I said, yeah, I said I would explain in the episode. How does one order food and then I appear to the wrong food restaurant? for collection from a takeaway place just in my hometown like just just you know just like five minutes down the road by car i went in and i was like hey bro i'm picking up a just eat order for scott and he was like um we don't do just eat um excuse me sir we don't do that i was like uh hang on what huh huh that's not right because i just used it to order food from here and he was like um was it definitely from Just Eat? Because you may be thinking of the other place, um, which is like five minutes away, which has the same exact name as the place that I'd gone to mistakenly. The same name, Sarah! The same fucking name! And they are a five-minute drive apart. Are they the same restaurant? No! Because he said he said they operate independently. They're a completely different business. They don't use Just Eat. I don't know if that's even an app over the Okay, over no, it's not. We have no. We have like Uber Eats, Grubhub. Yeah, it's like later. it's like a variant of DoorDash, Uber Eats, Delivery, any of that. But yeah, so it's a completely different place. Operates okay, but entirely my thing independently. Is, is you should know what kind of food the restaurant serves. It's just a takeaway place. Like you're Average trashy British takeaway place. They do burgers, yeah, but chicken I'm thinking burgers, like chicken you ordered Chinese chips. and then showed up to like a fucking steakhouse or something. No, it's the same fucking trashy little burger shop. I don't want to call it trashy because we just ate there. We gave them our money. Obviously, we like the shit. I'm not trying to insult either of these businesses with the idea. Actually, I am. Because get a fucking <laughs> different name, bro. They make the exact same food. The menu did not look at all alarming to me when I saw it. I was like, this isn't my good place down the road. Because it is. It's the same <laughs> shit. They even have curly fries, which isn't well, it's that obviously common. not the same if you showed up to one and they were like, that's not us, dude. I think this is operator error. I'll admit the address to the establishment was listed on the app, but I didn't think to look because I didn't think that the same the same fucking distance from my house it said <laughs> oh this is a mile away i was like fucking sick sweet it's the one with that exact name where i think it is in my town down the road sure it can't be anything fucking else why would it be it is if it's your town you should know there's two restaurants with the same fucking name. whatever man d- d- fine 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 well, we got the food and it was fine it was good it was yeah, use the average run-of-the-mill, good old, same-name takeaway food. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your food. It was it was worth the journey back, though, because um, on the way back up the road, we saw a dog walking so elegantly, like 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 a horse. <laughs> it was the way it was stepping was so cautious, as though as though it was being lifted off the ground slightly. Was it prancing? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was walking very delicately and just uniformly. But, but there was just such a, a serenity to it that I couldn't quite pinpoint. <laughs> well, how's work been for you? 
<laughs> you're like Scott. What the fuck are you talking about? Let's. I'll, I'll. I'll divert. I'll ask him a different question. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Well, funny you should fucking say because I was. I was going to refrain from more work stories this time around in way of our abundance of other bits in store. But my work stories have kind of been a staple of this season, and I just. I need to get what happened this week off my chest. I am a victim, and I need to be heard and seen. Well, you know I have a degree in psychology, so I'm like the perfect person to listen. Okay, you should tell me what the fuck's up with my manager then, because basically, here, so let's go. My manager um, earlier this week came over, she came over, she handed me a sheet to sign, because I had to, you know, say that I'd done this specific task, and I'd hadn't signed it, so she she gave she brought the brought the clipboard. She gave me the clipboard. She was like, "Okay, cause uh, sign right here." And I whipped my pen out right on my apron, right out of the pocket where I always keep my pen. And I signed the boxes that I needed to sign to say I had done this, Miss Manager Lady. I returned the sheet to her, and she requested in turn that I also give her back her pen. Now, can you identify the issue here, Sarah? Well, I believe it was your pen since you pulled it out of your pocket. It was my pen, Sarah. It was my pen. It was my pen. But um, I told her that I was like, um, "Well, it's I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, no, you have it all wrong. It's my it's my pen." And she simply insisted that this was her pen, and we had we had this long, uncomfortable, drawn out moment <laughs> where where I was like, "Look, hey, I promise you, I promise you, it, it's my pen." Because I just I literally just whipped it out of my pocket. My pen isn't in my pocket where it always is. So this has to be my pen, the one I just took out. It's the exact pen that I ha- I know what pens I have. But she wasn't going to give this up. She just gave me this like this dead-eyed look like, "Oh man, Scott, you're embarrassing yourself, dude." <laughs> like, "I'm not. It's my fucking pen." But she made me feel so stupid. What did you end up and doing? Did you just give her the pen? I abided. I abided as <laughs> she is the manager of the entire store, the highest authority in the building. She was not worth making an enemy of just to keep this sweet pen that writes so good. I, at, 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 at this point, I already <laughs> wanted to tell this story of injustice to you, but I later, it, it, the, this story isn't over. I later return to the counter I was previously working at, at which I, you know, where I, where I was doing all the bits and where my manager came to bring me the sheet to sign. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on this counter that I return to, I see my pen. Did you steal it? Now, Please tell me you stole now, it back. No. So uh, I think you have this confused. This this counter was specifically my my bit that I was working at. My oh, manager had okay. no my manager had no business returning to this area or perhaps just leaving a pen there. So I promise you, hand to God, my <laughs> pen was not at the counter before. It was in the pocket of my apron like it always is. No, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Okay, so she realizes that she fucked yes, up yes, after Sarah, you gave I'm you. I'm fully aware of what happened, Sarah. I'm fully aware of what happened. And but she I don't went think back she thinks I'm aware of what happened. She realized at one point, hang on, I fucked up. This is Scott's pen. She must have like gone back to the office where she was sat, saw that her pen was next, next to her keyboard the whole time, be like, oh, fuck. Oh, geez, what do I do now? <laughs> and she thinks, dumb as I fucking am, she just slips back to the crime scene and just, just just planted there thinking ah he'll he'll come back in a second and he'll be like oh silly me my pen was here the whole time it's like i'm not fucking stupid it's like that tiktok sound nobody's gonna know 
Who's gonna know? She, she couldn't admit know. to me. She just she thinks so fucking little of me that she could have just slipped that right by me. I would have been like, oh, silly Scott. I guess I messed up. I know that was my fucking pen the Are whole time. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Sarah, I'm, I've never been sure of anything in my fucking life. My okay. manager gaslit me. Just making sure. <laughs> fucking. And who am I gonna tell? The manager. Yeah. Do I tell the manager on the manager? No, I fucking can't. I you should have to sit like, with Thank this you. rage brewing in me. Thank you for giving my, <sighs> me my pin back. I, had to- <laughs> I told my colleague, actually, I told my colleague, and my colleague suggested to me that I go and do that. I'd be like, oh, hey, um, I'm not going to say her name, but hey, thanks thanks for giving me my pen back, by the way. I just just see the look on her face as she tries to you process her next move. I could have gotten fired. I'm not. I don't no, fucking know. No, she what. can't fire you for that. <laughs> you, I don't Divine know. retribution. The shit that's been going on at that place. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh man, I was so mad. Well, my work at week, uh, my week at work has been great, Scott. Thank you for asking. You do this every fucking time <laughs> because Look. you take forever to ask me back. <laughs> You literally sit there in silence for like 30 seconds and I'm patiently I'm like, waiting. Time to hibernate for five minutes. Look, I'm patiently waiting for you to like segue into my part. You're not allowed you're just... to point this out because anytime that there is a pause like that, I edit it out. The listener is none the wiser, but thank you for well, now they exposing. Know that I sit there in silence for like 30 seconds waiting on you to ask me how my week <laughs> has been. Just... Sarah, how was how, how your week, Sarah? How was... How was... How is um, everything? It's pretty good. <clears throat> you know, it, work is a little busy because it's holiday season. So um, our wait times have been fucking insane. But I like it. I like my job. So good. Oh, I, I saw Sad Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were waiting on that. Yes. Yes, I, I was. I made him laugh. You did? Yes. Oh, Sarah. Yes. Oh, Specifically for this podcast. I was like, I need to say something <laughs> to make this man happy. You've done more for this podcast than I ever have, and I edit this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I made yeah. the theme song. I did the music, the art. You, you really brought this home, Sarah. You made this something worth making. I'm glad I could contribute. What, what, what did? How did you make him laugh? Tell me everything. So he came up to the window, and I recognized him, and I was like, "Oh, this is sad, man. Scott needs an update." <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I ask him. I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And he's, you know, he's got his normal sad face on, and he's like, "It's mm-hmm. good." And so I'm like. Oh, you got your usual a grande mocha or whatever he normally gets. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm creature habit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you going to work? And he's like, yeah, I got to go work on some people because I believe he's a doctor. I think I said that whenever we first yeah, talked about him. Yeah, you him. did. I th- what, he's a psychiatrist or something? No, I feel bad that I don't was, remember. You're I think a psychiatrist. He's a physical therapist or two physical oh, therapists that, does that come into where I work, but I'm pretty sure he's one of them. Um, but I was like, well, I hope this makes your day a little brighter. I hope you have a good day, you know, because he looks sad. And he laughed. And he oh. was like, thank oh. you. It will. And I was like, I'm glad I can oh, make you smile. That's so nice. Oh, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. I accomplished my goal. I made him smile and laugh. So I'm so happy right now. Sad man saga is complete. We could end the podcast. That's all I needed. That's it. I don't We're need done recording. the rest of this shit. I don't need these other nine segments. As long as that man's good. God damn it, Sarah. That's all that matters. That's it. Thank you, sad man. Thank you Reformed. so much for no listening to sad. Pond Skippers. Thank you so much. This has been the end of Pond Skippers. We are done. <laughs> That's all this was about. We just wanted to make a man happy.
Catch us on our new podcast. Pondskippers 2! <laughs> Coming at you right now. It's interjecting. Hey guys, welcome to Pondskippers 2. Um, so we have nine segments in Pondskippers 2. <laughs> Funny thing that. <laughs> Christ. Sometimes I forget um, how British you are and you say stuff like that and I'm like, yeah. Like what? Funny thing that. Who says that? <laughs> Me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, actually, um, Sarah. Yes. Thank you so much for pointing out how British I am, because that does lead us to our next segment. I'm just the perfect co-host. Oh, we need to take a shot. Yeah, we do. I was going to say, but Jesus Christ, you're hot on the money. Listen, I'm all about this alcohol. All right, babe. Got uh, look, Berkeley's look, here. She'll be joining us a little bit later. She's pouring. Oh, you, you can't spo- actually. Oh wait, I was going to be like, you can't spoil the surprise. I spoiled it last episode. Yeah, you did exactly. <laughs> so, hey guys, tune in for Berkeley in about half an hour's time. Hell yeah! All right, who's counting down this time? You or me? Uh, me. Three, two, one, go. Oh, mama! Oh, you really crying over tequila? I'm not crying. I'm just it's. I'm better than this. It's just tequila is not something with which I'm accustomed to anymore. Vodka. I fucking love tequila. Ew. And what? Not vodka. Do you hate yourself? Yeah, but that's unrelated. Um, rum. Rum's good. You have rum. Uh, Yeah, but I hate taking shots of rum. I like rum-based beverages. I do not like shots of rum. Uh, fair enough. And it has to be clear rum. I don't like dark rum. God damn it, Sarah. I'm very peculiar. I'm sorry. You, you, you little flower. <laughs> no, you're the flower. I can take shots of tequila without making a face, and you're over there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, all right. Okay, actually, well, uh, in my defense, you can't actually confirm whether or not I did make a face because you can't fucking see me, Sarah. I can hear you. I just, I like to be entertaining. I like to Those play. Sounds... It up. Have you not noticed the charisma I force through these lungs every That's episode? Charisma. I'm just kidding. You're very charismatic. I will kill you. And I would enjoy it. I will not. Fuck me. (laughs) All right, fine. Next shot. I won't make a single fucking sound. Are you sure about that? I I promise. And if I do, I'll take another shot. I'll keep taking shots until I can take one (laughs) silently. You're going to kill yourself by the time that happens. We'll see. It'll be exciting. It'll be um, a, a, a pawn skipper's first. Death. On the episode, uh, someone's going to have to finish and edit, though. Um, let's let's uh, let's touch up on some British and American differences. Then, I feel like I feel like it's customary to slot in some of our classic continental bickering into this finale, as it was the whole basis of the show. Albeit, we have created so much more here on top of that. I oh, was yeah. um, I was in a panic when we were prepping for our first episode, and I was googling stuff like what kind of pitfalls do you run into when starting up a podcast and. One bit of advice I stumbled across was not to pigeonhole yourself so strictly right off the bat, because your podcast is almost inevitably going to evolve further beyond its initial concept. Yeah. So along this way, I've taken that insight and walked two paths with it. One, where I try to consciously retain our initial idea. Another where I, <clears throat> I can't fucking talk. Another where I allow some space for us to grow and venture out of that box. I think you've done a great job of that. I hope so. This podcast is self-titled A Cruise in Contrariety, which is a tag phrase I don't think we particularly fail to uphold, but rather... Yeah, we, we I mean, just... we argue every episode, so... Exactly. We, um... 
We've just found a variety of ways to create said contrariety. Yeah. It won't always be arguing about our cultural differences. Sometimes it's just arguing over if Ren is a girl's name or it's not, if Arthur if is you, an odd If you don't spell it is. with a W, it's not a girl's name. If I, Whatever, man. We're not doing that again. Or if I deliberately deepen my voice when we record. You do. That's not a debate. You do. But I digress. Sarah, <laughs> what's a lollipop lady? Oh, I know this one. I think we went over you do? it. It's, it's the oh. crossing guard ladies. Oh, fuck's sake, man. I, I, was, I, wanted, I really wanted to piss you off with that one. No, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. Lollipop ladies. Because I remember making fun we, of it. I don't think we... Did we? Damn. Damn, I'm running. We um, either damn, talked we about it or, We've done one season. Or texted about it. Maybe. But because yeah, I, 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 I like that one. I... Yeah, I remember asking, what the fuck is a lollipop lady? <laughs> it's funny to me because it's just so, I'm so immersed in it as my own culture. I just live around it. I'm like, oh, I was crossing the road when I was walking to school as a kid. There's a lollipop lady. I never thought to question it or think that you guys call it anything different. It's just <clears throat> the names we have here. A, lo- a lot of things here are named as though we gave a five-year-old some opium and I like and I appointed like them I, at, at the the noun council. I think it's very whimsical. The council. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, oh, like how we call a crosswalk a zebra crossing, as I mentioned I in episode heard that six. One. I you have. I have. Okay, so, listen. <laughs> I'm two I shots in. in episode six, and you clowned me for it. Uh, another one is we call a baked potato a jacket potato. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's also another thing I don't even think twice about. Like I, I never, I never thought about how insane that is. A jacket potato. Yeah, because 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 the, the skin that comes off when you bake the potato is like the jacket. When you cut it open, it's a potato. Who the fuck thought of that? The five year old on the opium. <laughs> you just bake a potato, and you're like, yes, the skin looks like a jacket. I'm gonna oh, call no, it's it lost a jacket. Its jacket. Potato. Its jacket's coming off. Yeah, of course. One of my. One of my favorites, uh, which really nails home the five-year-old theory, is that we call speed bumps sleeping policemen. Can you solve that one for me, Sarah? I have no idea why the fuck they would be called that. (laughs) Do y'all just have, you just want to secretly run over sleeping policemen? I mean, um, well, I actually, I did, I tried to do some background research on it, and I couldn't find anything. Uh, specific or definitive or conclusive. It's we just someone somewhere decided, hey, that's what those things look like. I I guess. Are we ready? Count. Oh, I'll count that this time. Ready? One. Yeah. Or no. Three, two, one. This whiskey is very good. Okay. Note that I didn't make a single noise. You're freaking welcome, nerds. Wow, you're so strong and masculine. I don't know what I'm calling a nut. <laughs> Me? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So, um, you are yes. about to lead our third segment of the podcast, Sarah, with a quiz. Yes, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I love quizzing people on their knowledge of me, just because I'm incredibly mm-hmm. vain. I mean, who? me too. We both decided to make a podcast. <laughs> I don't think you can make a podcast without being just a little bit concerningly vain. All right, are you ready for the first question? Yes, shoot. It should be an easy one. Scott, what is my middle name? Uh, <laughs> uh, Come on. Uh, I feel like we've discussed this. Is it a trick question? Is um, Ra your middle name and Sarah is your first name? That was an awful joke. No. 
I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> serious. You don't fucking know. No, but I'll give you a hint. It's three letters. Ass. Thank you, but no. <laughs> um. <clears throat> it's like why a, should it's, I know this? I feel like we've discussed a- this. It's an old lady name. Come on. Vera. That's four letters. That's four letters. Um, uh, Gma, like grandma, like shortened Is- Gma. Are you ready for the answer? Sure. Eve. Oh, that's cute. I don't think you've ever told me that. You should know this one. What is my favorite color? Green. More specifically? Like a kind of natural... Yes. Um, green. Yeah, like... Like not, a forest not, green. Like a neon. Yeah, a forest green. Yeah. Okay. All right. What kind of pets do I have and what are their names? Well, you have Peter, your rabbit. You have mm-hmm. Ren, your rabbit. And you have Ollie, your... Australian Shepherd. Yes. You also have Pharaoh the cat and Meow the cat, if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's my sister's cat, but yes. Um, what, currently living with me, I have Peter the rabbit, yes. Kylo the rabbit. His name was formerly Ren when we thought he was a girl. So Ren, Ren, I'll, Ren. I'll count that. And Ren is a boy's name. Well, I was spelling it W-R-E-N when he was I'm a girl. i my mind one of these days. But yes, and then we have Ollivander, our Australian Shepherd, who we call Ollie. So I got them all right. You 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 led them like you were going to reveal a secret pet, like you had a bird that I didn't know. No, no, no. I'm just Pharaoh doesn't live with me. He lives with my father because my apartment is not big enough to house a cat. All right, this one should be easy. Okay. Who is my favorite musical artist? Uh, Moonside Ghost, obviously. I knew you were going to fucking say. Fuck you. What, what's the point of this, huh? What's the point of this if there's no novelty to anything I say? If I can't surprise you, if I can't dazzle you, Sarah, why am I here? Why as do much I exist? as I love you, I do have someone that I put before you. That makes me want to hang up this call right now. <laughs> you know you're number two. Oh, everybody loves being number two. My favorite. Hey, hey but we won the big game. You d- no, you didn't. You came number two, but hey... <laughs> Good job, Second's bud. better than third. Yeah, second's better than 208th, but it's not better than first. Well, who's first? I'm not I'm not even dignifying it with an answer. Say it. Harrison Stylings. Harry Styles, yes. That's that's the that's his full name though. I said his full name. All right, these next two questions might be a little tricky. It's not his full okay. name by the way. What? Well, I... Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. It's Sarah, do you know what a joke is? You ever, you ever come on our po- comedy podcast? You ever heard about these, these damn new when things I'm called sober, jokes? yes, you I know what a joke is. <laughs> this is your fault for drinking. It is my fault. Okay, next question. What is my favorite tea? I thought this was fitting since you're British. Green. No. Oh, damn, it's your favorite color. I thought I'd save bet. Yeah, but it's not my favorite tea. Lemon and honey. No, my... Well... I don't know what teas there are. I didn't watch Scott Pilgrim enough times to memorize all the ones that Ramona fucking said. Okay, my favorite is Earl Grey. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is, but you got it wrong. Mind your business. What's the next one? <laughs> what is my favorite hobby? Um, pissing me off. That is my second favorite hobby. Oh, so it's, it's, all, it's all just being number two in your life, isn't it, huh? You're number one in my heart, though. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. If you okay, look at it from a drunken perspective like I am. I don't even remember the question. My favorite hobby is to read. Yes. 
Oh, re- oh, yes, reading. Of course. Okay, yeah, I should have guessed that. How long have my girlfriend Daniela and I been dating? Three years, five months, and a couple days, if I'm correct. <laughs> you saw that TikTok, didn't you? Yeah, of course I fucking did. <laughs> what do what you think? You what didn't you like think? it, though, you bastard. I don't like anything. I'm sorry. I'm homophobic. It's just my nature. How many tattoos, which is one, Six. and piercings, which is two, do I have? Six and twelve. I have ten tattoos and six piercings. Fuck, I was shit, man. You were close. I did not really, but okay. <laughs> My bonus question. I have a bonus for you. I think you'll like oh, it. Bon- bonus? I like bonus. I think that you should know this fun. one. I, I know we've discussed this before. What is my favorite Moonside Ghost song? That's cute. Um, I actually don't have any recollection of this conversation, so this we is just We've had me. this conversation before because you asked me what I thought the song was about. Oh, uh, that you kind of spoiled it for me because it's got to be I Wish You Cared. Yes. Okay. That's a good choice. It's a good song. It's about depression. Okay, break really quick. I've got a piss. Go oh, <laughs> piss, girl. That's a <laughs> reference to it. I know not, it's that gossip girl meme. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Go piss, Internet girl. savvy. Go I say piss, that girl. all the time, and no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm so glad we've had this moment where we both recognize. <laughs> okay, That's I'll good. be back. Okay, all right, bye. sweet. You want to talk to Scott? Hello, my prince. Are you there? Krabs, you hand me that Krabby Patty formula or you don't know what I'll do. That was, uh, interesting. Karen! What's a podcast, Karen? That wasn't very good. So I was doing a bit there where I was pretending that um, Scott and me had left and it was Plankton from Spongebob who had seized control of the recording equipment. And I believed you. Did, you did? Oh, I did. Yes. Success. Okay. The Krabby Patty formula is mine. That's, I, can't, I can't do the inflection when he yells, when his voice gets really gravelly. I don't know how to do that one. It's, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Aren't we all? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be seeing you soon, we got to say. <laughs> this, is a, this is Berkeley Intermission 1 of possibly 1 before we get full Berkeley action. Yeah, I've just been sitting on the other end of the couch reading fanfic and scrolling through Twitter because I can't watch TikToks because I'm uh, being conscientious of your audio. Thank you very much. Of course. Anything for you. Anything for you, dear. (laughs) (gasps) You've returned. Yes, I'm done pissing. Go piss, girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he told me. There you go. I love that meme. It's one of my favorites. I say it all the time and almost no one knows what the fuck Uh, I would know what you were talking about. Hello. Hi, what a nice little uniting moment we had with that meme. Yes, go piss, girl. So we're moving on to my bit of the quiz. I'm going to do so bad on this quiz. I mean, you have a, I, I have seven questions for you. I, okay. I couldn't scrape anything more together. Um, yeah, let's, let's try and proceed with what I've got here for you. Um, number one, I am 27. True or false? False. Yeah, you got it. Um, you're you're the same age as me, right? Or one year older? So you're I'm like one year 23. I'm a, I'm a big, big special boy. You're 23. I don't know if that joke landed. Where <laughs> one time you um, suggested I was 27, you're like, oh, I didn't. Fuck, I thought you were way fucking older than me. And I, I did. got really mad about it. Okay, okay, because I was hoping I'd get a bigger reaction there, because that was supposed to be like the big joke there. Well, the thing is, but, Scott, uh, is I'm very drunk, so my reactions are a little. Slow. All right, fine. Uh, we got question two. What is my alcohol? of choice 
vodka. Yeah, I kind of fucking ruined that, didn't I? I kind of, <laughs> no, I kind of even, dropped that one. No, no, no. Even before that, I would have known because you're always like, oh, whatever. Okay, I'm so having I'm, I'm a drink with vodka in it. Having me a vodka soda. I fucking hate soda water. Oh, actually, yeah. So we, we call vodka and we, coke. I swear you've had that before. Yeah, but so what we call soda is completely different to what you call soda. What do you call like? We call carbonated water soda over here. That is that that is soda, and it's it's bad. It's just vodka and water that hurts. So technically, water that hurts oh and God. water that hurts okay. in a different way. Oh, I do have a question though. Someone the other day told me that Brits drink their beer hot at pubs. Is that true? No. Okay. I just wanted huh? to verify that that was a lie. They said that the pints that you guys get from the bar are always hot. <laughs> the fucking ice cold, Sarah. That's the whole appeal of going to a bar. Don't get mad at me. I told them they were probably wrong. Probably. I said, who fucking drinks hot beer? Me, probably. Except for Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Yeah, okay, moving on. Number three, what do I keep inside my phone case? So, full disclosure, I'm cheating and I'm looking at your Instagram at the moment. Okay, yeah, try and run me that one then. What the I fuck is that, Sarah? There is a single selfie on here where there's something in your phone case and it looks mm. like a bird behind your fingers. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and say it was a condom, but that's obviously not a condom. And that's just not very funny. Is it a it Digimon is... card? No. Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yes. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh card? It is a Yu-Gi-Oh... It is not Digimon. It is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Um, it varies from time to time, but yes, my current theme is to always have a Yu-Gi-Oh card in my phone case. Currently, it is the original SDKE001 print of the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Uh, for any nerds out there... Isn't that like an expensive Which I don't think card? any listen to this podcast, but someone might listen to this at some point and be like, oh my god, that's such a rare card. <laughs> Kind of dangerous to have it in my phone case, because what if something happens, I spill something on my phone, I put it on a sticky surface, and yeah, that, you're it fucked, gets dude. on the card. Uh, but it is it is an already somewhat, it's a well-loved card, so it already has some wear and tear to it, as it is. So, I, you know. Alrighty. Whatever. What's the next question, my dear? What is one of my two lucky numbers? Feel free to give me both if you're feeling gritsy. That's not a word. I just... What the fuck? This is a question I don't know the answer to. Gritsy. That's not a word. It's a band in Houston. (laughs) Your favorite numbers. They have 2,000 followers on Instagram. Good for you guys. I don't think you've ever told me this. I've never heard this been brought up in conversation. Well, what I can see is I'm very excited about recording this episode right now, Sarah. Uh, Can I make one guess? Yeah. 13. Is that, um, because I just gave you a massive hint? Did you clock that hint, or...? I did not. I wasn't listening, to be honest. For fuck's sake. Yes, it is 13. I just said I'm very excited to be recording this episode, which is episode 13 of Pond Skippers. Yes. Oh, you're... That's cute. I love that you tried to give me a hint. (laughs) Uh, the other one would be 17. Um, number five. What is my favorite movie trilogy? Mm, You don't like... This one's hard. <laughs> I know you. Why, one of your I don't favorite like dumb nerd shit like you. No, I know one of your favorite series is The Office because we've talked about that before. Your favorite oh, movie yeah, yeah, trilogy. Yeah, the Office. The That's Hunger not a Games. Movie, the hun- no, fuck no. <laughs> Tell me what it is, Scott. It is the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. Are you fucking serious? An underrated classic. Yes. 
I'm deadly serious. That's fitting. I made a TikTok about it, so, you know, it's kind of your fault if you don't know. I feel like I saw that. Yeah, you may have done. I thought it was very funny. It and I liked well. it, unlike you not liking my videos. We've been through this. I'm homophobic. Uh, moving on. Number six. Name five of my songs. Flavored Poison, Orange to My Blue, I Wish You Cared, Glitter. Fuck, I need one more. Oh, God, I was doing on, so good. On, sorry. Yeah, you were, on a, you were on a hot run there. I was, I was like, God, uh, nailing uh, it. Uh, one more, one more, uh, one more. Uh, love Blooming. And that right there, ladies and ladies, is some free advertisement for Moonside Ghosts. Go check those ones out if you're feeling frisky tonight. Yes. Love Blooming, a weird one to Whatever that EP yeah. is, is. Seasonal Romance, yeah. Love Blooming is the intro yeah. track to that EP. I, I, It's not one of my f- personal favorites, um, but it has a lot of character to it, and I feel like it gets thrown under the rug sometimes. So thank you for bringing that one up. I don't I don't think about that song a lot. Of course. Very good. Nicely done. Uh, and the final question, question seven. Name three things I utterly despise. Me? No. Knew you were gonna, there's so we have we have a TV show called QI here in England and um, it's about it's a quiz show and uh, when, once the host of the show asks the question and the one of the members of the contestant team gives an answer which is obvious or like a common misconception or a dumb joke that is predicted to be given um, a klaxon rings and the entire studio just lights up and displays that one word that they predicted would be answered. If this were an episode of QI, Sarah, I would be showing me on the screen right now. Drawn out setup there, but yeah, anyway. Continue with real guesses, please. What do you hate? You hate mean old ladies. Um, this is a really talk about obscure them at your question, work. so I guess I will just kind of give you that one. Two more. I could name what you like more than what you hate. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the trick. What were the three that you had in mind? Um, I made made a bit of a list just in case you did try and prompt me and challenge me saying, well, you don't even know what you hate, Scott. Uh, BuzzFeed, Brussels Sprouts, PewDiePie, Billionaires, the movie Anchorman 2, that uh, simple dimple audio on TikTok. Losing a Yu-Gi-Oh game to my dad for the fifth time! So next up, we have uh, something dear and close to my heart. We, uh, this my friends, is going to be the swan song of our anti-joke segment. The last one? The last one. I said, um, I believe in episode 10 or 9 or something, that um, my favorite joke of all time has a nice little home right there on antijoke.com, and I was preserving that one. So, all right, well, hit me with it. Yeah, what I'm about to read you as we, as we see this segment officially out is my favorite joke of all time. On Anti-Joke, it's currently sitting on page two at uh, plus 6,154 likes. So it's not doing too bad for itself. But um, let us proceed with this masterpiece in literature. A man walks into a bar and pauses. At the other end of the bar, there's this guy with a big orange head, just kind of sitting there, mooning into his drink. So the man asks the bartender, Say, what's up with the guy with a big orange head? And the bartender says, it's an interesting story. Buy him a drink and maybe he'll tell it to you. So the man walks over and introduces himself and offers to buy a round. The guy with the big orange head says, yeah, I'll bet you want to know the story, huh? To which the man replies, sure, if you don't mind. The man with the big orange head sighs and says, you know, I've gone over it in my head a million times. Basically, it's like this. I was walking along the beach one day when I stubbed my toe on something. 
I looked down, and there was an antique brass lamp. I picked it up and dusted it off a little, when all of a sudden this enormous genie pops out. The genie thundered. You have released me from my ten thousand year imprisonment, and I am in your debt. I will grant you three wishes as a token of my gratitude. The man at the bar is agape. The guy with the big orange head continues. So I said, wow, okay, well, my first wish is to be fantastically wealthy. The genie says, your wish is granted. And all of a sudden I have rings on my fingers and a crown on my head, and my wallet is full of money and a dozen ATM cards, and the deed to a mansion in the hills. I mean, I was loaded. So I said, amazing, okay, for my next wish, I want to be married to the most beautiful woman in the world. The genie says, your wish is granted. And the ocean parts, and out walks this gorgeous woman in this beautiful dress. And she takes my hand and we fall in love, and the genie marries us right there. It was incredible. The genie booms. You have one wish remaining. The man with the big orange head pauses and sips his beer. He says, Now, you know, this may be where I went wrong. I wished for a big orange head. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It had me. It had me. You know, it just it just kind of it comes around. You're waiting for this big startup. It just punches you in the face. He, it does indeed. Yeah, I, I, it's just it's brilliant. It's my favorite joke. It's been my favorite joke for years now. Good it's one. Thank you, AntiJoke.com. You've been a delight featuring on Thank our you. dear season one of Pond Skippers. If I find any doozies at some point in the future, or if any um, listeners so kindly wish to submit anything they've discovered, I'm not opposed to featuring it on here. But as a long running uh, regular segment i am officially retiring anti-jokes here forward so thanks everyone thank you scott for that the best anti-joke we've had so far mm. and now sarah do we have time for a tarot oh do we i didn't know that was a part of this one i didn't see it in your notes <laughs> it's, it's there it's number five. Oh, i must have missed it that's my bad okay well um do you have cards in your vicinity i have my tarot app that i can use for you fantastic okay what would you like a reading of today. Dear Fantastic Scott. question, Sarah. I suppose I should have thought of that before asking. Um, <laughs> I would ask how this end of this season is going to go, but I'm pretty sure I asked that in episode nine. So I've used that. Yeah, up. I think you did. Um, when I first established that this was a season entity, um, I want to say because uh, we've not actually done a lot of marketing with this podcast. I act like this is. I act like we're running a big old show here with uh, an audience of millions, but we've we. Low numbers. I won't even disclose how low the numbers are because it's it's not it's not a lot, Sarah. But um, I plan to kind of venture forth once we wrap this season up to be like, hey, here's here's a here's a full batch of episodes of this brand new podcast. How about you check it out? How's that going to go? Do you think? I want to know okay. how I'm going to end up with my marketing endeavors for this podcast. Alrighty. So kind of the same question, just a bit more specific. So would you like to choose the left card, the middle card, or the right card? See, I want to say left card, because as I said before, uh, last time you did this, I'm left-handed, but my spirit's telling me to go right down the middle. In the middle? No okay. no beating about the bush. Right right dead center. Get it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. That laugh's not good. <laughs> what is it, the fucking tower again? No. But um, it's the Nine of Swords. Okay. It is right side up, but it gives me the three key words to go with this card, and they oh. are anxiety, oh, hope, hopelessness, and nightmares. That's brilliant. 
cool. Uh, is there, so do we have more information on that? That could maybe reassure me a bit more about how I'm going to get people to listen um, to our show? Well, it says the Nine of Swords represents someone that is trapped by their own negative thoughts. There's not necessarily a situation that warrants the worry, and this card hints that over-analysis leads to crippling indecision and feelings of helplessness. Okay, well, I could, I could interpret that in a good way. I could say, like, if I just get off my big, wet ass... <laughs> and try to show this show to the masses and stop worrying about how unfunny I am, we might make some numbers. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, would you like you to hope, know what the if left I look at it was? any other way, I'll cry right now. Would you Would you like to know what the left card was? Um, you know what? No. Okay. It wasn't my fate, and it never will be, so it doesn't matter. I've chosen right. my path. So we'll keep it at that, and get off your big wet ass. I'm As you so eloquently put it. <laughs> oh boy. Um. All right. So. Are we on to our next segment? I believe we are. All right. Is it my turn to count? Oh, I already did mine. <gasps> <Scott>. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got carried. I got. You have to take there. another one. Fuck. Fine. Try me, fucking! You think I'll pussy out? I'm not. Do here it, you this. pussy! Take a full shot. I'm not here for baby games. Another full shot. Fine, fine. I already <laughs> just did a full shot. Fine. Are you ready? We're going. Count All me right. down. Three, two, one. All right, let's go. Let's hit it, baby. What you got? What you got for All me? All right, yeah. So, so, so we're on our way out of season one. Like I've not already made that abundantly clear, but I'd like to slot into this episode something of a a taster, a new segment that you'll be seeing a lot more of in season two. I okay. I like to think of this as like how in the Pokemon anime they would shoehorn in a few next gen Pokemon towards the end before that generation had even dropped. Like uh, when they had that movie with Lucario and Bonsly. Which you totally get the reference to, Sarah. I used to watch Pokemon as a child. Oh, okay. Or or even like uh, Misty's Togepi in the very first anime series. Yes, yes, I know what that is. Uh, introduced before Togepi's a Gen 2 Pokemon. And it was introduced in the Gen 1 series. I've got, I've got like a little Pokedex book, a catalog of all the Pokemon from when I was a little kid. And it has the original 151 Pokemon. But then just after Mew, the next page shows Togepi as number like... Yeah? question marks and sparing many other details saying something like um there are many more pokemon yet to be discovered so yeah that, that was is. a perfect voice that matched the pokemon anime <laughs> voice perfectly. You. in the world of pokemon what this yeah. is like to me uh like there are many more ponds yet to be skipped so <laughs> <laughs> fuck me so, yeah, yeah, this is this is uh I, I describe this here as a new segment we've already technically experienced the debut of back in episode three when I gave a lovely discussion on the healing properties, or lack thereof, of dog saliva. This currently unnamed bit will feature me venturing to answer some of the world's common mysteries and misconceptions that rarely get directly questioned. This week, I bring you, why do men sneeze so loud? That's a good question. It is. Uh, I will brief just beforehand that this installment is going to be rather derivative, so I will give credit where credit is due, because this question has already been answered by many people before. Kind of, kind of, kind of not. Kind of, sort of, it's been spoken about. So I'm bringing you nothing groundbreaking here, but simply providing a voice to echo some existing wisdom further through the universe. The first thing to touch upon is that deaf people don't make any sound at all when they sneeze. I was actually skeptical of this at first. I thought it was 
maybe exaggerated somewhere along the line, but this article from Limping Chicken by deaf journalist and screenwriter Charlie Swinborn rinses out hearing people for obnoxiously making that classic achoo sound. So first of all, yes, deaf people do make an audible sound as it's impossible not to whatsoever, but there's none of the vocalization behind it. As Charlie writes... Amid this diverse cast of sneezing characters, I've noticed that there's one constant, that archu sound. Whether loud or quiet, brief or elongated, when people sneeze, their sneezes nearly always sound like they're written on the page. Archu. Because I've noticed something else. Something, if I'm frank, he's not, he's, um, he's Charlie Swinborne. That's not funny. Hearing people tend to make the archu sound, but deaf people don't. Which begs the question, are hearing people faking it? He goes on to say... So, why don't deaf people modify the sound? Well, perhaps, obviously, it's because deaf people can't hear their own sneezes. They don't hear other people's sneezes either. There's no concept of difference, social awkwardness, or wanting to fit in. A sneeze is what it should be. Something that just happens. So we're seeing here a little bit of, um... Suggestion that the, uh, the, the whole reason that we make sno- snoise? Fuck. I might just... <laughs> Too many, too many tequilas. Too many tequilas in this little boy here. Too many. You got this, bud. Don't let the tequila I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pound through this so fast because we got... We, we're running, this on, recording is an there. hour and 37 minutes and we still have... I know. Four more segments to do. But yeah, so... Come on, let's go. What's, um, what's being built up here is basically that the reason we make snoring... I just did it again. <laughs> the reason we, we make noise when we sneeze is a social aspect, a desire to fit in. But that doesn't answer who the patient zero of the achoo sneeze was. Because for there to be a social aspect, some established fellow along the line had to hear somebody sneeze and say, that's too quiet. Here, check this out. <laughs> and um, <laughs> as we segue through, I bet you, Sarah, that person was a man. Probably. So we know why people make noise when they sneeze, but why are men louder? I'm sure you could easily just answer this at a base level based on everything about men ever, and you wouldn't even be that wrong, as I had suspected. But I, I was really hoping for like a, a chablamo moment here where it would give you a, a, a real concrete reason about the, the, the genetics of men, but... A, that's bordering on a bit of transphobia, and B, fucking, what, what the fuck else would it be? It's just, it's just men being men. This website, Fatherly, uh, Fatherly.com, claims the act of sneezing is entirely involuntary. But as with corporate-mandated uniforms, the first car your parents bought for you, and the body you were born into, humans always find ways to personalize and customize things that have been forced upon them. Whether it's ascribing meaning to it or adjusting the volume of it, a sneeze usually reveals more about a person's personality than it does their body type or health. I just want to touch upon um, whether it's ascribing meaning to it. What the fuck can a sneeze mean other than the shit in my nose? Get out of here! What What's this trying yeah, to fucking no say? People just say shit, you know? People just go on their web... There are websites out there, and people write on them, and they just say shit. And it, it just exists, and people get, like, paid to write stuff on websites that just say shit, you know? The alcohol is setting in. I'm feeling it now. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can really so, tell, buddy. This, this, this kind of leads me down a trail of just d- d- debilitating... Um, just, 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 you know... A, d- a deeper dwell into insanity, because there's nothing 
as I um as I encountered in the the dog tong segment, there's nothing concretely conclusive in this. Everything is just people saying, here's, here's what I say about this thing. Fucking Dr. Allen, who is a um, neurologist, psychiatrist, and founder of the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Allen Hirsch is full name. He says that sneezes are like laughter. Some are loud, some are soft. And it's similar with sneezing. It's more of a psychological thing and represents the underlying personality or character structure. This is still content from uh, the Fardley website that um, goes on to say, this fact ties into the rapidly eroding idea that nothing truly manly can be dainty or soft or accommodating. The size and shape of a guy's nose only affects sneezing tangentially. Fucking true. Unlike Dr. Hirsch's laughter an- analogy, I know that I've had like 10 different laughs at least in my lifetime. I'm, on- I'm only 23. There's going to be more. Right now, it's developed into this like horrible kind of wheezing, crunching sound, like you've heard all throughout this podcast history. <laughs> it, it hurts my lungs, so I really hope I drop it at some point and decide to laugh more normally. Because, like, whenever I start laughing, I go like... <laughs> it's this terrible noise. I'm not a fan, but I hope it's entertaining to hear, because that's all it has going for me. I think it's contagious. So, you know, artofmanliness.com... <laughs> Which claimed, yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of websites out here, they're just doing doing what they do. The loudness of a sneeze is determined in large part by the anatomy of the sneezer. It's fucking not, bro. Eric Voigt, an ear, nose, and throat doctor, explained in an interview that someone's lung capacity, along with the size of their muscles, heavily influence the loudness of their sneezes. It's fucking no, man. I don't think so. This dude, so I go down, so, so you re, I'm going to skip a couple a couple paragraphs. This dude says, so I'm going to go ahead and flatter myself and say that my loud sneezes are due to being a big, beefy athlete. All right. Sir, go to fucking bed. Make me a fucking sandwich. They're just like, sick of this shit, you know? I know. Your lack of um, response. That tequila's hitting you hard, isn't yeah, it, baby? and I feel like I'm just left in this little hole where I'm trying to detail why men sneeze so loud because you are <laughs> barely chipping in. I appreciate you're probably well, trying to give listening. me. Yeah, I... you're, you're being an excellent listener, but the, the, the lack of interjection is making me lose my mind. I feel like I feel like I'm at like a. I don't know how to interject. You're just giving. I can hear I can hear the crickets in the background as I'm trying to deliver this this hot fresh segment that we're going to drop in season two, which is going to be the hip and the stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, what's your takeaway from all of this? Dearest? My takeaway is that sneezing shows a sign of vulnerability. For a brief moment, when we sneeze, we have to close our eyes. It is impossible to sneeze without your eyes closed. So in that one brief moment, we are all, as humans, the one thing that unites us, truly vulnerable. We can't see what's coming at us when we sneeze. We are disabled as our body convulses for that brief moment in which we sneeze. And that, to men, can be seen as a weakness. So, as an almost, you know, evolutionary defense tactic, I believe it's been pushed on men to make a loud noise as they sneeze, to alarm people, to push people away, so as not to, to, to not, to not think for even one second a man can be struck down or a man can show any sign of weakness. He expels any suspicion by making the loudest sound on earth when he reveals that one little side of him that we all have buried deep in our sinuses. Um, so that's my take. And I don't know if any of that was coherent because I am six shots of tequila in. 
And I'm f- no, no seven, seven. Sarah, let's uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> so that that was uh, my unnamed segment. Um, but you're going to be hearing a lot more of it in season two. I'll iron it out. I'll bring you some more hidden stuff. So, uh, Sarah, why don't you ask Berkeley to scooch on over? Hello, Berkeley. Hello, I've scooched. <laughs> uh, hello, Berkeley. She's definitely over. not just been sitting in the room the entire time, remaining silent. No, that's not the case at all. No. Good. Okay. I believe it is also time for us to do yet another shot. Uh, Berkeley, are you joining us? And if you are, and you, if you are providing the shot for Sarah, please don't give her much. Okay. You know what? I got this. Let me let me take this out for a moment so I can um, service our beverageinos. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna dip for a half shot here because I'm I'm really feeling the juice now. I wanna. Yeah, we're both. And doing I do want to make it to the end of this too. show. It's very important to me. Okay, let's go. Three, two, one. Oh, I didn't much care for that. Oh, your drink. <laughs> okay. So Berkeley, hi, hey, hi, um, hey, yeah, Berkeley, how's how's it going? It's it's good to have you on an episode that I don't condemn to high hell, because yeah, last time we featured you on episode six, and I think it's a shame that that episode ended up so messy, sound quality wise. But yeah, there were a lot of fun moments with you in that in that last episode. So I hope to rekindle some of that now, and and, and a lot of fun moments with Sarah too. Obviously, L- L- love you, Sarah. He, L- he put that times. in as an afterthought. <laughs> We can't all be me. I apologize greatly. It's okay. <clears throat> You're in the presence of an internet micro-celebrity. So, oh, yeah. We have a micro-celebrity yeah, so on our so podcast. I, yeah. I literally, in my episode notes, I have the prompt, micro-celebrity. So, Berkeley. Yes. Uh, tell us about your newly found TikTok fame. Okay. Because you, we we are in the midst of a, a, a developing personality here, sitting at, what, 102,000 TikTok followers as we record today? A hundred and three thousand. Fuck me! That's that, that makes all, a world of difference. Now, now you micro celebrity. Fuck it, you're a mini you know, celebrity. I really oh, thought that you, Scott, might become a micro celebrity before Berkeley after that one video you had went viral. But the one that got like over a million views yeah. and wasn't even that funny, and I hated, and then I got nothing since. Yeah, but I, she beat you to you know, it. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about how ashamed I am of my lack of presence on the internet let's celebrate berkeley and not dunk on me and my miserable life <laughs> you know we love you great <laughs> i've got what seven thousand three hundred and five tiktok followers last time i checked uh, I'm, not, I'm not far off berkeley i'm i'm catching up but i think you got it he's only a hundred i got it what, i got it seven thousand off <laughs> i don't know how to do math i don't either <laughs> No, wait, how many of you have 103? 103? Oh, so he's 97,000 off. That's still just five, Uh, is it not? I don't know. (laughs) Can we stop with the number? What the fuck are you guys... We can't all be good at math like you. Yeah. We can't all be smart and pretty. Some of us are just pretty. Yeah. How does it feel to be sexy and intelligent? You can do math. How does it feel to be sexy and TikTok fucking famous, Berkeley? It's kind of this is about you. We brought you here to talk about you. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you a moment. I'm trying to give you a spotlight. And all you want to do is bully me. You well, thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Good night. How um. What I want to know, what was kind of the TikTok that first kind of took off? Because I, 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 I've had a busy year. I've had a difficult year. I've mm-hmm. had a depressed year. I think the, around the time that you started taking off, I was having a rough patch myself. So I, I, I wasn't bearing witness to the, you know, the conception of your takeoff. So what was it that actually it was your, first 
made you go wild on that. It was your first one about the Omegaverse, wasn't it? It was either me talking about the Omegaverse, like making a joke about explaining it to my mom, or me telling everybody Mm -hmm. that I faked my death on the internet when I was 14. But those followed very closely to one another, so it would be hard to tell. That's already prompting me to talk about a couple things. Um, First of all, I... You confessed to me that in confidence, Berkeley, <laughs> that you'd faked your death on fanfiction.net. And I, I, I cherish that information. I cherish that little nugget you shared with me, that vulnerability. And then you just went and told the whole internet about it. And I'm like, well, fuck I'm me. Sorry, I, I thought it would be I'm funny. Special. <laughs> you I are special. It was funny as fuck, but I was really <laughs> mad that I didn't get to just keep this little bit of you I don't think to that myself it, anymore. That she knew that it would take off, though. They probably thought that it was just a funny video to make. And then all of a sudden, all these views started pouring in. Yes. Very true. That's that's how hey, uh, that's how TikTok fame gets you. It, it, it comes when you don't think it's going to come. It came when I didn't think my video was very funny, and any every single attempt I've had since to try and be funny doesn't work. So, well, you are very funny. I you just are. think the TikTok algorithm is very specific. I don't. In I don't the know TikTok how to work algorithm, it. if you if you hack into the code, if you kind of like uh, do do some, do some data mining, it specifically says on line three hundred and twenty eight of the code. Fuck Scott. <laughs> this guy can't get famous. Moonside Ghost is already too popular on Spotify. He can't have his moment on TikTok. No, he's too. fucking nuts. No, he's nuts. Barely any of my songs have even cracked like a couple hundred streams. Babies, get on that now. I listen to it all the time. And I love you for it, but fucking catch up, planet Earth. <laughs> I've got some fat beats for you. Listen, if you listen to this podcast at all and you love us at all, you'll listen to Scott's Spotify. You'll find him at Moonside Ghost. I promise his songs are so good. <laughs> sounded so sarcastic. No, but I'm look, just drunk. Look, this, okay, I love you. I love both of you I so love much. You. But this, this isn't a segment about me. This is about Berkeley. Everything's so anyway. about you, baby. You're the star of the show. <sighs> I can't accept that. You have to <laughs> Berkeley, accept Berkeley. it. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for you. What's um, up? So yeah, you 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 just kind of name drop the Omegaverse in there. So uh, oh. how about you enlighten our humble little audience with um what 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 the fuck's going on with that whole mess because not even i really know at this point oh oh my god okay so the omegaverse so this is very specific to (laughs) fanfic readers enjoyers writers what have you of course it has now branched into traditionally published literature but i don't read that because books are stupid (laughs) it has it it has yeah absolutely Yeah, wasn't there that whole thing about the lawsuit? Yeah, the Omegaverse lawsuit. Yeah, like yeah. he like published Omegaverse <laughs> books and got sued or something. Yeah, I don't know any of this. Tell me now. Listen, Berkeley made videos on this, and if you didn't watch them, you're a fake fucking fan. No, Scott. he's my biggest fan. You leave him alone. <laughs> I'll binge every one of Berkeley's TikToks. Better right after this after is we over. This podcast to rest. Please rest. This is our last episode ever, folks. No, I'm done. Don't say that. I have to promo this. I want my my followers. Oh no 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 no! I I already planned way ahead of time. I was like, oh yeah, baby, we're gonna milk this. Berkeley's gonna post a TikTok of this. I'm gonna. I was. I've already planned out like. I, in real time, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, oh. that's a funny thing I said to Berkeley. I'm going to clip that and send it to her so she can put it on TikTok and show everyone how funny I am. <laughs> as we run, I am marketing my podcast in my head. Yeah, you... I'm sorry. Big brain. 
big brain. He said, I've got a micro celebrity for a friend. Let me bring them on a podcast. <laughs> to be fair, I was on the podcast prior to being my... a micro celebrity. Yes, yes, so yes, we were on the wagon. That's my defense. I love Berkeley and I always have. 100,000 followers, zero followers, 10 followers. I'll have her on my podcast any day because this tequila <laughs> is in my blood, people. <laughs> If you listen to him, you can tell he's... I know, and I love that. I love that for him. We haven't actually got into the bare bones of what the Omegaverse is, so Berkeley, okay. please. There's so much. Oh, so, look, I in, I was able to succinctly explain this in a three-minute video, and then then over and over again in like the 180s in the, in the characters that you so get in like the comments. section. now exactly. us the brief. So give, give, give it. The give brief. It the skinny on the Omegaverse is... <laughs> so you think I'm skinny? <laughs> Anyway, so the skinny on the Omegaverse is, is that it is speculative fiction. Most of the time, speculative erotic fiction that was first taken from the supernatural fandom. Its first appearance is 2010, 2011, although its roots can be found in the original Star Trek from the late 1960s. Just like most things, most things in modern fandom can be attributed to the original Star Trek. The blueprint. <laughs> the blueprint. <laughs> and so, the Omegaverse, at its core, is when you take canine-like um, characteristics. Canine. The emphasis on like. Yes. Like hyphenated like yes. suffix. Right there. The emphasis right there. Not, not dogs. So it's when you take these canine-like attributes and then you give them to, wait for it, people. and so um think about what you know about a well okay so the guy's been debunked but we all still believe it about like the alpha and the omega and a wolf pack and whatnot so you have and your bare bones because of course there are no rules in the omega verse which i have merch that says that by the way people should buy that anyway yeah uh, give me that what's that what's that link Berkeley, you got a you got a bit.ly? Oh yeah. So well um if you just go to redbubble.com and then you type in Icarus Pendragon one word, you will find all of my merch. That is also her TikTok username. Check it out, folks. Not that she fucking needs any promotion <laughs> from us. So um think about like how a wolf pack, how the dynamics work. You have an alpha, you have a beta, you have an omega. <laughs> right? So you're alpha. Think about those alpha male characteristics attributes what have you right so aggressive they can smell really well (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a laugh i was talking about before that's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) i hate it it's like a fucking horn i love it (laughs) i love jazz so horns are good Um, oh my god and so check out my jazz laugh babies (laughs) (laughs) scat man (gasps) Scatman returns. I love Scatman. Um, (laughs) And then you have your betas. They're just like fillers. Betas don't do jack shit in the Omegaverse. They're just regular people, right? They're just just plain old people. And then Scott Baby, you and Sarah, you're the Omegas, which means baby. We did the personality test and I did, in fact, achieve Omega status. So you are submissive and breedable. As we should be. Yeah, and I'm your alpha. Thanks, Daddy. Mm. Stop, you're going to give me a complex. <laughs> and so, yes, it's taking these canine-like characteristics and then attributing them to people. Um, it is rife with erotica, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, like... Oh, th- th- this wasn't obvious, just just off the fucking get-go, because I'm already there with you. I'm sure everyone listening is as well. 
Sometimes horny all the way. Well, yeah. Sometimes it's just like you have to you you get <clears> so like I don't down bad or what have you. <laughs> you have such a carnal need to read erotica that you have to select a genre wherein they just made new genitalia. They said this plain dick ain't hitting it anymore. <laughs> And so, yeah, that's, I mean, and with the, okay, so, like, the Omegaverse, of course, is, um, because, you know, art imitates life. There, you know, you have these beautiful... <laughs> sentence, sentence ended. No need. Don't even fucking, don't deliberate on that. that that's, that's it. it. Got that's it. it. Art imitates more. life. Yeah. And life imitates art, baby. Listen, so, no more. That's all you need to know about the Omegaverse. It's art. With wolves. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's, um... Wraps up right there. I want to. I can we. Um, I want to get a. How about we? How about we kickstart a uh, a new little branch of fan fiction for the the, the our podcast universe. Uh, part for for the Pond Skippers canon or, or Matter canon. How about we open up something like that on? Scott, I don't think how you about, want that fan fiction because I mean, if any fan fiction were written about Pond Skippers, it would be written between the two of us. No, no, no! It doesn't have to be. You don't it don't be, be so narrow minded. It, it could be family. It could be. It could be about the the sad customer. It could be about um, it, Damon from episode four. It could be Jim. Uh, it could be just, yeah, yeah. You know, come, yeah. All of this stuff we got going for us. We could get. You could get. We could get Pondverse going. The Pondverse. All, all this, I'm going right to start that. Also, Scott, if yeah. you're if you're Kick if you're as the kids like to say dead ass about that, I do have followers that would more than happily write fanfic about <laughs> just you two or like the three Fuck. of us or what have you. <laughs> That's very very deeply disturbing. I've had I'll, fanfic I'll just, written I'll, about me. Listen, don't listen to him. Listen oh to me. God, I want them to write fanfic about go us. Look, behind the scenes here for a second and come clean to you guys that. That was 100% just a setup for me to title this episode as Pondverse, because that sounds dope as hell for a season finale. Berkeley, you have no obligation whatsoever to kickstart oh, an actual subculture of fanfiction. Baby, but you've I, planted the seed. I'm going to water it and yeah, watch I, it grow. I, I, I am curious to see if that got any cogs turning, because I, I know you churn out like 90 ideas a minute, so f- fucking take it as you please. But I just, I thought... uh Pondverse, that, that really says something, you know? Yeah, and you know, um, my most popular videos are, they belong to my End of the Omegaverse playlist. So, like, Fuck. full circle. Full circle. We're there. We're there, baby. Well, okay. So, I guess we'll move on to some poems now. This is my fucking favorite segment. I love this, too. I love being analytical. It's all we fucking have. However, I do say that about several things in this podcast. That's so not I guess true. I love you... the anti-jokes. Re- really? Yes. <laughs> shit, man. I thought that sucked fucking shit so no, bad. me and John Paul always chuckle heartily. Oh, I'm so sorry that I'm not getting Mr. rid Beta. of this segment. Mr. Beta loves that, and he loves you, by the way. <laughs> all right, so this uh, poem segment's going to differentiate from the norm, just from a... Uh... My brain turned off. Uh, I could tell. <laughs> I thought you cut out there for a second. I was like, oh, did we lose him? No, I didn't cut out. I just fucking stopped talking. So, but okay, so look, so we, we used to, we typically we've alternated, right? Every episode, it's Sarah's turn, my turn, Sarah's turn, my turn. But for this finale, um, it would technically, as it is um, an odd-numbered episode, would, it would be fully Sarah's turn to do poems. But I just wanted to interject with um, a little bit of mine as we are coming to a close. I, um... For this bit, I wanted to revisit some of our favorites, our recurring authors throughout the series, of which there are two. 
and they only recurred one more time. But hey, this is this is their third. This is their third in, in, introduction feature on the on the podcast. Hey, folks, um, we have. If I do hope the people remember our dear author Louisa from AllPoetry.com, who I discovered on episode two. Icon, I think. Yeah, honestly, a queen ahead of a time. Um, check around allpoetry.com. It's a Louise with three E's and an A, all one word, self-contained. Um, truly an unsung hero. And I have two here. One's going to come at you fast, though, so please please, <clears throat> please get ready for this one. It I'm is ready. called... Yeah, it's, it, this one is titled, I Can't Stand Your Weakness. <clears throat> and it reads... I can't stand your weakness. Is that it? Captivating. Yep. What? <laughs> 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 it's succinct and to the point. Was there any punctuation? It, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I love it. So the title doesn't have any like true emphasis. All the words are capitalized with the first letter, as is per nature of a title of a piece of work. But then the can't in the actual content of the poem body is in full capitalization, which is, uh, I really like how it just slams it in there. I, I, I really can't stand your weakness. And I think the fact that it is so bare bones, just just an echo of its title, nothing more, just really drives home that message, really gets you thinking and really makes you feel. It's like she, she can't, she really can't stand it. So much so that she dare not divulge any further. She just doesn't want to bother. I think I'm thinking about this too much because I'm like trying to think of like the definition of each word and how they could have like maybe two definitions. <laughs> well, I was definitions. hoping you'd have some insight, Berkeley, because you've, you've always got something brewing. I was, that's why I wanted you for the poems. Uh, absolutely. Um, you and your almost complete literature degree. Yeah, maybe I should go back to college eventually, but why would I do that <laughs> when I have internet fame? Exactly. <laughs> that's so fucking true. You don't even need that shit anymore. Yeah. A degree? Look at how many followers I have on this app about teenagers yeah and then and then i use what i learned in my degree to tell them about fan fiction so like win-win motherfucker (laughs) full circle full circle again absolutely converse omegaverse tiktok gaga yeah (laughs) yes so so i've got i've got one more which is um a bit more content that's not a word um and this one again from Louisiana is titled My Favorite Friends, which I thought was very fitting as I have you two here with me today. Aww. Yeah, kind of a wholesome one I think this is. I I've like as I've delved further into the works of Louisiana, I found a greater appreciation for her works. It was initially just a cheap laugh when I first, you know, stumbled upon her musings on allpoetry.com but I I feel like I'm starting to learn more about her as a person and I I've come to care for her in this in this weird way I have no idea who she is but I hope wherever she is out in the world she's doing good and if she ever comes to hear what we've done here where we've read her poems out I hope she appreciates it and the voice that we've given her um you should dox so. her gently but like just to be like hey we're a big fan <laughs> of your work <laughs> coordinates of louisia 209 2363 i don't know how coordinates work is that anything yeah oh, i'm not. sure <laughs> oh. okay great go find <laughs> them go, just go wherever the, I, I only gave you the latitude or the longitude whichever one comes first look my favorite friends by louisia <laughs> reads my favorite friends Like me, because of me. And I value their friendship. My favorite friends are elderly. 
My favorite friends are older than me. Our friendship is unconditional. Happy Monday and every day. <laughs> I know the struggle and health problems that are challenging every day. We are friends because we shared the same goals and same interests. And I do listen. That was beautiful. So a lot of words in there were fully capitalized, as was um, another poem that I read from her when we last had Berkeley on the show. So she, there is this ongoing theme, which also a greater appreciation for her work. She has this little theme where she just capitalizes very odd words, typically article words in sentences that don't carry much weight on their own. It's, it's, it's almost kind of revolutionary in of itself because, you know, you don't usually put so much emphasis on the articles that fill out your sentences. It's more heavy on the nouns or the adjectives. But she goes for things like and and the. She's really heavy on those words because I guess whatever it is, they mean something to her. If you read and just the capitalized words, does that make a separate poem? No, I think we discussed, Sarah, are you I think aware that you asked time? me this exact thing? Yeah. I think Berkeley, yeah, Berkeley. just said that same thing. <laughs> I, I probably said it. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Try it again with this poem. Um, I, if you insist. I insist. But it's, I promise you it's not going to make sense. Okay. My, me, of, me, and, my, are, my, are, me, our, and, the, and, are, we, are, we, the, and, and I do. And that's that the preamble a- to the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> brought a whole new meaning to the poem. <laughs> also, I did want to say, I do think that in that poem, if we're going to make it applicable to our lives and our beautiful friendship, a ship. Shrimp. <laughs> French shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> French shrimp. I have a speech impediment if we haven't noticed yet. Anyway, I believe that I am the elderly friend with the uh, health problems. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> like Jesus. my bionic hip and the um Oh hell yeah. And the oh, so, impediment. so So Sarah, you um what you have for us is a revisit to our dear Jay Pizzle. Yeah. Who we've also featured twice before. Every time I think of Jay Pizzle, I think of Berkeley's dear husband, JP. I do too. But I hope this isn't him. <laughs> Maybe it is, and he just hasn't told me. Maybe he's, ashamed. he's too shy to reveal the truth. He typically shares his poetry with me, so yeah. maybe he just thinks this is really bad, but wants to share it with the internet. Mm, maybe right. there's a darker side to him. A more reserved poet in, in, inside that man. So I have three poems from Mr. Jay Pizzle today. Fantastic. The- also, I just want to say, by the way, um, this isn't happening right now, but when it's posted, uh, you guys might notice there is some different music playing beneath these poems. I haven't announced this to um, anyone, but th- yeah, I'm going to be Not replacing... Not even me. <laughs> no. Um, but okay, <laughs> so let me let me come clean here. The, the audio up until this point that I was using for the poems was basically a stand-in. A stand-in that ran all fucking year. Because it is actually the instrumental to my track, I Want to Fall in Love Again, which... Quite a very, a deep, a a deep emotional, soul-searching, heartfelt track that I didn't want to kind of demean in a sense anymore by putting it behind 
funny poetry on our little podcast show. So I want it, I want that to be its own thing. But yeah, so this, this is debuting a brand new piano track to back these poems. And to further wrap this up, I, one of the reasons that I also decided to finally put this in is I'm going to be posting a soundtrack for the Pond Skippers podcast to my SoundCloud. And if um, enough people think it's a good idea, I might even put it on Spotify and other platforms. But yeah, just I, I thought it'd be a nice thing to just throw that out there and have some piano music purely dedicated to the podcast in its own right, bundled in a whole set of tracks, all of the shit that you hear behind us talking, gotta be right there. That's so sexy. Anyway, that's my bit done. So, Sarah, sorry that I interrupted. You're fine. Take it away with this brand new music that's been (laughs) under these poems. So once again, I'm featuring the wonderful Jay Pizzle. Um, I've got three short poems from him here, the first of which is titled Beauty. It goes, B, benevolent smiles. E, earnest compliments. A, abandoned me. <laughs> oh, oh no. U, you are the worst. E, crap, Okay, Beatrice. okay, hang on, hang on. U doesn't start with U. U isn't just a letter. Well, I understand that, but... You are the worst. Eat crap, Beatrice. What? T, tender-hearted queen. Why? You garbage-eating monster. I know you cheated on me with Leonard. Just admit it already and end my suffering, please, Beatrice. Please. You can't... There is a footnote on this poem. It says, P.S. This isn't about anyone in particular. Just a very general poem that relates to nothing in my life at all. In no way... In no way whatsoever does this tell the exact events that occurred over the past two weeks or anything I may have found out in that time. Do you think that Beatrice okay, is a Okay, I think Jay Pizzle might be being heavily sarcastic here. Who, who, you can't use you for you and why for you. You can't do that, Jay Pizzle. <laughs> there are no rules in poetry. Exactly. Who are you to make rules for poetry, Scott? Are you fucking William Shakespeare? Oh, that guy sucks. He does? I don't like him. I I don't want to, like, whenever I read literature, highbrow, whatever, (laughs) I don't want it to be difficult. (laughs) Why do you think think that I read so much fanfic? Look, I am smart, even though that little French boy told me that I wasn't. (laughs) I am smart. (laughs) I'm smart, but I don't want to think when I'm reading. So I read about two fictional characters fucking each other all the time. <laughs> no thoughts, head empty. Oh my god. Sarah, do you have the second poem? Yes. <laughs> all right. So the second poem from Mr. J. Pizzle is called Oh man. She's a real looker. Is this about Beatrice? <laughs> is this a Priya? Is it about me? Possibly. Yeah, because this one is from seven months ago, and the one before that was from five months ago, so maybe it is about Beatrice. Oh no, Beatrice, you done goosed it up in two months. All right, so here we go. What a weird-looking lady. Weird, weird looker. Real, real looker. She's a real looker. So I lookity-looked-looked. Couldn't figure out where her nose started and ended. All I knew is that she was pretty, short, and plump. The real looker was not being looked at for the right reasons. She was looked at for her strange appearance. What a real looker. Okay. This features a not nice word about sex workers, so just forewarning. Skip over the next 10 seconds if you don't want to hear that. Oh, I might just bleep it. What a real looker could be a hooker if she wasn't so ugly. 
That was our second poem. It's possible it was about Beatrice, but we'll never know. Yeah, that word was kind of essential because it rhymed, so I'll leave it in, but um, we do not condone the use of said Yes, word. we do not condone it. I just read it as it was part of the poem. Mm-hmm. All right, so our third and final poem for Mr. J. Pizzle. Okay, yeah, going right in, going right in, going in hot. It's called... Right, no pause. It's called Big Dog. D-A-W-G. Big dog. dog. Oh, I would say that. Yeah, I, I think know. phonetically. <laughs> gotta say dog. Okay. Like, I want to put that dog. <laughs> they call me the Big Dog. Get all the ladies <laughs> and the boys say, oh, God. <laughs> they can't stop me from being the player. I'ma keep ballin' till I become a cosplayer. Not the cosplayer. I dress up as Spider-Man, Minecraft Steve, and many others, but no one seems to notice my talent, not even my brothers. Oh no. Oh, oh no. I'm so very lonely. <laughs> lonely little playa. Now I'm not such a big dog, more like a little Superman who can only jog. That's it. Lyrical genius. Was- do you tell me was jog also spelled g-a-w-g it was not off oh, that word of, that would have been really good missed opportunity but it was of, yeah missed truly miss oh, i feel like nothing hit as hard as the the beatrice one yeah. beauty should it should have ended with that sarah failure in your part no it was the first one that popped up so i figured it was better to read in chronological order Oh, I suppose so. Alrighty, so I believe our dear friend Berkeley wrote a poem about pond yes, skippers. I, yeah, I requested her to write some lovely works about what we've done here this uh, past year. Oh, am I reading this? Oh, yeah. Oh, excellent. Of it's your work. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I couldn't think of a title, so it's just untitled. Call it Pondverse. Pondverse, excellent. I'm changing it right now. <laughs> Hold on. It's open on my notes app on my phone. Okay. This is a poem entitled Pondverse. (laughs) Embarking. Embankment. Embargo. Excited and excellent times. Other E-words. With your enemies and friends. Salacious sailing across the seven seas. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Alliteration. Alliteration. (laughs) I'm so good at this. You're so good at this. This being life and words and speaking words about your life. It's Tuesday, isn't it, Governor? Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I lost it here, bud. Oh, man. Well, bless your heart. Two worlds, two friends, one love. Let us jauntily skip across the pond and remember all things fond. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was incredible. Thank you. Fucking. I feel like I'm in a Tumblr post right now. And then everybody clapped. Yes. <laughs> we did indeed clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Berkeley, you're an absolute delight. Thank thank you. Thank you so much for Always. everything. Everything. Just everything. The past eight, nine years. Thank you, Berkeley. Yeah, thanks for, for you. I don't know, being mutuals on Facebook back when that was like a cool thing to do and then Tumblr mutuals and now besties forever. Besties. Oh, man. Good, good poem. I like the the subtle kind of callbacks there as well. Yeah. That's what I'm good at. A couple little very, 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 very subtle references. Okay. Well, so now I think might be fit to bring in my second special segment of the show. It's time for our meme of the week. I thought that died like four episodes That's ago. That's right, baby. One last time before we go. The segment that died thrice. The unrelenting meme 
of the week. Looks like Easter rose again. <laughs> Here <laughs> again. <laughs> It's never gonna die! Just kidding, it's gonna die this time, it's really gonna die, I promise. But, but! Here we are. Meme of the week, people. Um, I wanna say, just so, okay, so I, ne I never I never cleared the air on this. The whole reason, the whole motive behind calling this the meme of the week was because when I was, uh, maybe 12 or 13, I had, um, <laughs> on my Facebook, I had no friends. <laughs> just a preface, just a preface. I had no friends. On my Facebook, I started doing this thing called, you'll never guess, Meme of the Week, where I would I would put up a photo album every week on my Facebook with with like one of my favorite, you know, memes of the week. And it only it only saw one installment. So to have four on this podcast did did my little teenage heart justice so much. Um <clears throat> what is now four at least. It it, it was you know, um, but yes, it only had one, and it was the the why you know guy. Do you remember that guy? The who? He was guy? a little rage comic guy. Why you know? He's like, <gasps> um, hey, dude, why you know? Do this. Yes. It was quite racist, actually. So you know, I'm not not so keen on it now. But um, it was basically you know, just saying, hey, why doesn't this thing do this? But I, when I was twelve, it was the highlight of my life for. One week before I realized that no one fucking cared about this shit, and I binned it. But I thought I just wanted to do myself, um, do myself proud. Ten years, eleven years in the future, and 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 have this on our podcast. So that that's 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 what brought this here, and I'm gonna see it out one one last time, baby. What? Stay with me here. We're gonna see it. We're gonna put it to bed. So for this segment, for this installment of our meme of the week, we have. Naked banana. Okay. What? Um, it is of confirmed status. So it is approved by the big cats at knowyourmeme.com. Uh, year 2014. And it originated on facebook.com. Naked banana is an image that gained notoriety on image boards, mostly being used as an out-of-context image on various boards on 4chan. But on April 27, 2010, the Naked Banana Facebook page was launched, featuring an illustration of an anthropomorphized banana, holding its peel to the side as if it were clothing of a sort. The image, a stock photo of a quote-unquote naked banana holding a peel, began trending due to a Facebook post in which a group of older internet users find the image to be far funnier than most would, and have a confusing conversation about it. The original source and explanation can be seen below. So we have this screenshot, which I I've seen circulating on the internet before, um, posted by John J. Callanan. Um, updating the event photo. So it's an event and God knows what. And this common exchange follows. I, I never realized that this was actually a genuine thing that happened on Facebook.com. I'm still skeptical to this day that this actually happened. Uh, but here we have the depicted naked banana that he posted. And uh, Bill Hitch's comment. Oh, Bill Hitch. Hang on. Bill Hitchert. That's a weird surname, Bill. But he says, John, haha, where did you find this one? To which John replies, Oh, somewhere online, haha. It just cracked me up. Thanks for joining us tonight, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> to which Bill replies again, John, colon, I really, really, really like this image. John once again retorts, Me too. Save it. It's all yours, my friend. Smiley face. And then we have the introduction of Laurie. Laurie A. Petrosino jumps into the situation and adds her take, which is, ha ha, comma, great pick. 
And then our final comment features Bill, <laughs> who, if you remember, wasn't the original poster of the image. That was, in fact, John. Bill, reaping up all the credit here, God knows why, decides to reply and say, Thanks, Laurie. <laughs> Thanks for none of the work I've contributed here. I'm just going to take this moment from John. And, and you know what? Thanks, Laurie. Rhett. I shouldn't have continued meme of the week. No, I think that your your telling of it was very enthusiastic and <laughs> enthralling. Um, I was listening with rapt attention as I was trying to piece together because you know I'm not a visual person. No, no, just in case now, just in case you guys are just socially inept, humor inept, have 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 never encountered a joke before in your life, much like Sarah when I had to explain to her what a joke was. There is some text below that actually details very helpfully. A group of innocent and unhip 40-year-olds overreact and act awkward regarding a Facebook post. Here is why it's funny. And this person this person provides us four reasons to why this is funny. Number one, where did you find this one? The fact that Bill finds this corny slash tame image so edgy makes this comment funny. I suppose so. Number two, John, I really, really, really like this image. The fact that Bill then goes out of his way to say he really, three times, likes this juvenile and corny image is absurd. Number three, save it. It's all yours, my friend. Giving someone permission to save a humorous animated image and then telling them it's all theirs is funny. And finally, number four, as I already illustrated, thanks, Laurie. Bill then thanking Laurie. Despite the fact he didn't even post the picture, the picture is funny. <laughs> so this person really just, just they, they, they desperately, desperately wanted us to know why this was just the most hip-hop-the-hip-slappingest image on the internet. Just in case any of you there were uncertain of what was happening here, I'm, I'm so glad to provide, you know, a bit of a helping hand in these times. In these unprecedented times. <laughs> now, we're not done. Because one anonymous user's interpretation of this awkwardly worded conversation is as follows. Here's how I interpret this. Bill Hitchert, John Callanan, and Laurie Petrosino were Facebook friends, probably IRL friends as well, one day, Bill Hitchett posted a banana image. Maybe he got some response. Maybe not. Maybe the people commented on the image and he was really proud of his finding. Maybe no one commented and he let it go. I think he got some feedback and he was proud of himself. In a pleb way. <laughs> <laughs> then, one day, perhaps not too long after, John Callanan posted the same banana image. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Perhaps he had beef with Bill Hitchard. Perhaps he was just trolling Bill. Trolling is highlighted in blue, which I believe links to the article of the act of trolling on knowyourmeme.com. Uh, we shan't um, divulge in that, because I'm sure we all get it. Perhaps he was just as a, as a moron as Bill. They are friends, after all, in parentheses. <laughs> Bill, upon seeing that, not sure what John was up to, tries to fake a laugh and asks where John found it. Hey, John. Ha ha. Where'd you find this? John, who probably knew what he was doing, says, Oh, just somewhere. Then adds sarcastically, Nice of you to join us. So, like, this person is is, is finding this entire... Th this bitterness to this story that I, I never assumed was there. I, ju I just thought this was this, this innocent little strange <laughs> conversation between adults. But this person has a conspiracy going on their back. That this is... A, 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 almost a vicious exchange we're witnessing. And I, 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 I press further. It's possible that Bill was ignoring John and that John did it to bait Bill. Bill then passively aggressively says the famous, I really, 
three times, like this image, as if saying, yeah, I, it was me, before, who posted that image, scumbag. <laughs> John then replies with this famous, save it, it's yours, which of course means, yes, I know you posted, I stole, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> then Laurie, or Laurie, however you say it, L-O-R-I, who was just passing by, says, wow, this is funny. Bill, then being the one who posted first, of course, says, thank you. You should thank me. I was the one who introduced the image to this F word, which is derogatory to people of um, a homosexual nature, which I will not speak aloud. Not the homophobia <laughs> the meme of the week. And that was the story. Holy fuck, guys. Riveting. All over a An naked banana. An entire saga right here. Yeah, that is our final meme of the week. The ups and downs. And there you have it. <laughs> Twists and, dare I say, turns. <laughs> I think you dare. I, I do dare. Riveting. Thank you so much for joining me for this final meme of the week. So then, thank you both for humoring me on that one little glimmer of joy I found in my life this year. Thank you for letting us Meme learn. of the Week is now officially retired. I said that episodes ago. I'm saying it again. We're done. I'll be sad to see it go. <laughs> I just, I, I had to get it in one last time. We're, we're, we're closing, we're, we're turning a lot of pages. We're closing a lot of books. This is the season one finale of Pond Skippers. I needed to get everything off my chest. And I think now that we're done here, I have I think that tequila helped you do that. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I've laid two segments to rest this episode. One for the third fucking time. <laughs> Thank you so much, folks, for joining us all this way throughout season one of Pond Skippers. How how are you feeling, guys? Sexy. I'm feeling good. Absolutely. That's that's what I like to hear, baby. Should we I know we normally end on like an ominous note. Should we like Berkeley come up with our little ominous saying? We can do. I mean, we are. Uh, I figured we'd have some closing words before we just, just you know, to, to, to wrap it all up a little bit of a bit of a wholesome talk to just reflect on what we've done here. But Berkeley, honestly, I don't have good, anything good, to say other than thank you to anyone who has deigned to listen this far or listen at all, even if it was one episode or half of an episode. It, yeah, anything. Thanks for bringing those numbers up. Just doing that much. Thank you for thinking about the word pond skippers in your head. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you to my friends, who a few of which are still very slowly catching up with the podcast. Yeah, it, 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 this has truly been an adventure. Going since March, we only had 13 episodes out, which I, it, 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 it feels... It's your some favorite of it number. Feels, yeah. Some, some of it feels a kind, of, kind of silly to, to treat this as such um, a milestone when we've only made 13 episodes, when many people... But that's just knock off like hours. 50 it episodes. Awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. So, like, a lot of people do podcasts, they knock out like 50 episodes. Like, it's nothing. Like, it's just, just, you know, just their, their afternoon pastime. But this, this has really meant something to me. I'd, and it's, it's, it's given me something to feel like I've done this year. Like, this entire year, I've had an ongoing issue where I feel like I'm. I'm not getting stuff done. I'm wasting a lot of my free time. I, 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 I don't have anything to look back at. I don't know if it's just because I've been cooped up in my goddamn house, in my room. But this 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 little thing we got here is my solace. And I'm, I'm real glad that we've gotten to do it together, Sarah. And I'm super glad 
that we've gotten you back, Berkeley. I'm glad to have done it for you. I mean, done it with you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You're drunk. welcome, Scott. <laughs> you guys just did like an identical laugh there. That was very disturbing. It's because we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, we do. <laughs> As we said before, with the sneezing, it's a social thing. Is it time for Berkeley's final words? No, it's not. Because we <laughs> never oh remember. God, we never remember to give our goddamn socials. I mean, okay, not that it matters. We, we have an audience remember. of like three. Well, we we do, but only because I have to remind you to stop ending the podcast early. You want to get away from this so bad, Sarah. I'm You're like, so Thank tired, God, Scott. We've been recording for here. two hours and 41 minutes. It's 2 and uh, 44 on my end. So, okay. Before I take you any longer, folks, do grab us on Twitter at PondSkippersPod and Instagram at PondSkippers. And if you want to shoot us an email, if you want to tell us how you felt about our first season of PondSkippers, do shoot us an email at PondSkippers at Outlook.com. And I guess that is that. Yeah, once again... Thank you to anyone who's stuck around this long, um, even for the people who've only listened for like one episode or have an episode. At this point, I'm starting to think, right, I will release a kind of um, a cut, a cut down, you know, listener friendly version of this finale. And then somewhere <laughs> along the line, I'll just drop the full cut, like the director's, the, the Zack Snyder version of Pond Skipper's episode 13. If, if my final edit runs too long and I just have to cut some good bits out, I'm going to have to release a second cut a director's for, for the cut. dedicated fans. Hell yeah. yeah. A Scott I will cut. listen to it with rapt attention. <laughs> <laughs> I cling but yeah, to your two. If you're listening, everywhere. if you're listening now and it's um, a shortened version, if you're listening now and it's a long version, whatever it may be, thank you so much everyone for tuning in. I cannot thank you enough. I really hope this does become something because at this point I put a lot of fucking effort into it. I have worked this hard on it and edited over like 20 hours of content by this point. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed this journey we've had this year. I have. I have as well. As an avid listener and an avid make other people around me listen to it. Or... <laughs> That's a good verb. Yeah. Okay. Before we near three hours of recording <laughs> this goddamn episode, Berkeley... <laughs> Do you have a uh, closing message for us of perhaps some ominous content or nature? Um, yeah, your father and I are getting divorced. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I called dibs on Scott's dad. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening okay. to Ponskipper <laughs> Season 1. I called dibs on his mom then. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I won't post this episode. Maybe all of this... After oh, everything nothing. has come to this, I'm just gonna just leave it. Leave it at episode 12. I think 12 is a good rounded number. All right, then. Uh, before you try and fuck my parents anymore, <laughs> let's wrap this shit We're up. We're gonna maybe. tag team them. <laughs> I feel This tower. is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Why don't you ever offer to fuck our parents, huh? <laughs> Once again, thank you, everyone who has stuck around this long, and even anyone who has listened to just 30 seconds of this podcast. I'm we, still here. We appreciate your time so much. We have a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you have a lot of fun listening. I usually have a lot of fun. I'm not so sure. So sure. So sure right now. All right. All right, Scotty. Thank you so very, very, very much. I really, really, really like this image. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. For tuning in to season one of Pond Skippers. We will see you in our holiday Next special. Next season. No. 
Oh, holi- I forgot about this. In yes. a holiday special, yeah, which is coming in a few weeks' time. But for now, we are laying our first season to rest, and let's just appreciate this moment for what it is. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to experience season one of Pond Skippers. This is your American... I <laughs> swear to God, I nearly said American Captain Scott for the goddamn old team's time. This is your British Captain Scott, your American Captain Sarah, and your micro-celebrity Captain Berkeley signing off. Toot toot. fucking toot, baby. No one can rock off your slippers. So come and discover the world of 